You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. All of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. Go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. Thank you. you. All right, so let's do our opening confession. So, Father... 
I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Who's your daddy? Another translation, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Guys, I, I just got to share something with you. And I got permission. If I share it, I got permission. I had a gentleman in a session, and we're taking them through bitter root judgments. And in Deuteronomy 16, it talks about honor their father and mother so that things will go well with you and you will live long on the earth. And I was taking him through this process of forgiving his father. His father wasn't there. Father made promises that he never kept up, never delivered on him about finances. He forgave his father in that session. So I get a call back in about 10 minutes from him. He said, you wouldn't believe it. The, the, the main thing, don't start out with me saying I wouldn't believe it. Because <laughs> I know. He said, the strangest thing happened. I did that prayer. And my dad called me. And he said, I need to know your cash out. Because I want to send you some money. Hadn't happened in years. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, your anointing is present. There's some people sitting here right now, and I won't even ask you to get up out of your seat. That's how fast I want it to happen for you. Some of y'all dads wasn't there. Some of your dads hurt you. Some of your dads disrespected you. Some of your dads even molested you. Some of your dads just wasn't a father. But I want to ask you today, sitting right there in your seats, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't care what you might hear. I'm going to be free today. So you know, I already told a person in case you start to pray with me. <laughs> so repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I choose to forgive my earthly father for not being there, not loving me enough. I forgive him for him not being there. And I took it as I wasn't important. I wasn't necessary. I wasn't worth it. So I want to give these things to you as I forgive my earthly father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
So for those that that thing was real to, just close your eyes. Just keep your eyes closed. I'm going to keep on going. Fair enough? Because he can do multiple things, can't he? Yeah. I, I told you he don't go like this. He go like this. And see what he want to tell you about it. Because today, you know, it's, it's Father's Day. Once again, who your daddy? Because <laughs> my prayer is that your heart would be open and your mind's open to learn that Jesus is our example. That he is the warrior. He is the lover. He is the king. And he's in, he is the friend. Not in that order. But he is whatever is necessary, whatever is needful. Amen? So God is our daddy. God the Father is our daddy. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6, it says, Yet for us there is but how many gods? One God. Now how many gods the world tells you there is? There it is. <laughs> but there is one God, one Father, who is the source of all things, and we exist for him. We weren't made for ourselves. We were made for him. What is he calling us to do? How is he calling us to respond? What is he calling us to? And one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things that have been created. See, Jesus is the word. So when we speak the word, that's the power of Jesus manifested in our words. So there's nothing that's created that he did not perfect, that he did not build. Now, we can mess up stuff, but it started out pure. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. Am I lying on anybody? <laughs> we can mess up some stuff now, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> we believers exist and have life and have been redeemed through him. See, it's a tag team type of thing. Everybody got their responsibility. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. A Father will always provide. Y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you to take a look at this thing. A father will always provide direction. Now, sometimes we're not asked, are we? <laughs> you know, our children get old enough where they don't want our direction. So, so we, we, what do we do, guys? The sense that what we do, we go in prayer. So we still got an eye on y'all. Y'all might be married, got your own children, got your own life. But we're in there somewhere. Because <laughs> we're going to give some direction. Because we're going to talk to our father about you all. The same way y'all talk to y'all, that, that father, about us. H have the children ever prayed for the parents? Raise your hand if you have. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping y'all in, in good standing because you rode with somebody. You're going to need a ride back. A father will always protect at all costs. That's why I thank God. Okay, let, let, let me be quiet. Let, let, me, let me watch myself. Protect. <laughs> and a father will always have provision. Fathers don't care if we the last one to eat. Because there were times. I, I mean, had, had everybody been wealthy in here? Or you guys started out a little on the other side of the track? Uh, see, I, I got one person over here say they started out. Okay, okay. All right. But the father will eat last. Because he want to make sure everybody eating at the table. Y'all know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so I want y'all to look at this. This is Psalms 23 in the Amplified. And I want y'all to see. Now, I, I gave you tips up at the very top. Tips of what a father does. 
And let's read this, and y'all tell me where y'all see provision, direction, and protection. It's a test of the National Broadcast Service. <laughs> All right? The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me, and I shall not lack. Hey, what, what, what y'all see now? Shepherd protection. Provision. He maketh me lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures. He didn't get that, 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 that straw stuff or those rock stuff. He made sure where you laid down was a good place to lay. And I encourage people who have some challenges with depression, have some challenges with, with anger. I encourage you, and I tell my clients, take your shoes off and run through the grass. Take your shoes off, Jazz, and run through the grass. Because <laughs> something happens. See, when we were little children, we didn't think about snakes. Then where Tim Madeline and I were raised, we had grass this high. Because we wanted to get to point A and point B. We thought it was cool to roll around in the grass. We didn't think about snakes, ticks, nothing. We just rolled. But only children can do that. You get childlike minded when you start running through the grass without your shoes on. I'm encouraging you. Blame, when, when you talk to the, the, the grass, tell them pastor told me to come out here. <laughs> and I don't mean running like this. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I mean running, having fun, diving in the grass, rolling the grass. And they don't, nobody want to go with you. Go by yourself and roll in the grass. Run barefoot. How many of y'all can do that? How many of y'all can go barefoot in the grass? I just start right there. Okay. All right, so should I check on that next Sunday, honey? Okay, she, Curly, Curly say she's she, she doubting y'all. <laughs> it goes on to say, green pastures. He leads me beside the still and restful waters. You, you know what that's like? To hear that water just, just go by. And it's nice and it's quiet and it's subtle. And, and if you're bold enough, you can stick your feet in it. Okay, Jazz says she can do that. I saw Nicole show his like that. I don't know what happened with that. Nicole, you got to tell me the interpretation of what that meant, but I saw it with my own eyes. Y'all find direction and provision in that? Fresh and tender green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still and restful waters. Just sit there a little while and listen to the water. Listen to the sound. See, we always rushing. Am I lying on anybody? Rushing. You, can't, you, you, you go by, the, you, you run through the grass, you're going to run real fast. I got stuff to do. But what if that is provision for you? What if that time out is a time that he's building on something that he has prepared for you when you got out of the grass? I'm just talking. He refreshes and restores my life, myself. See, we worry too much about other people. He say, who, who is he working with? He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Right standing. With him, not for my earning it, but for his name's sake. He's doing it because of his name, not because of our name. He's leading us that way. There he is, provision. He refreshes and restores. You sleepy, go to bed. You tired, rest. Should I have to preach on that? <laughs> How come we're not doing it? I got one more thing to do. I mean, my wife would look at me and, and you know, my eyes all sagging and everything. She said, honey, go to bed. I said, okay. I just wanted her attention. 
And she gave it to me. <laughs> Go to bed. That was, that's what the tension was. Go to bed. Protection. We still have it on Psalms 23. Yes, though, I walk through the deep, the sunless valleys of the shadows of death. I will fear. I will fear or dread no evil. For you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort me. See, that's what shepherds used to do. When, when sheep got out of order, the shepherd would just take his staff and just tap them a little bit so that they would know to go this way. But see, the thing about the shepherds, they spend time with the sheep so the sheep would get to know them, know their voice. And see, th that's what they would do. So, so in the herds, they had different... Different sheep and different, had different shepherds with them. But all those sheep would mingle together a little while, and then the shepherd would say something, and they knew his voice. Do you know his voice? Do you know what he's telling us to do? Are you listening when he calls you out? Or he has a staff that just touches you? He might use a person to redirect you. Because he's a God of protection. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide. They comfort us. Have you ever got out of a situation that you know you wasn't supposed to? Did you say thank you? <laughs> Did you cry on the way? When you realize what, how good he is to us. I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's just incredible. We're still on Psalm 23. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup continues to run over. Can you understand what that means? It's, it's like you came out against me and God sets a table with me and the enemy who tried to hurt me. And while you're sitting there eating, you don't have to eat with resentment and bitterness. God set that up. Because he, he wanted the enemy to see who they were really messing with. Point to yourself, say me. So I just want you to know that his provision and his protection, he set that up. Because see, when people run from you, they know they offended you. Am I lying on anybody? When you know you offended somebody, do, do you run up to them? <laughs> but I'm telling you, he sets these things up. Surely, or only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, goodness and mercy. Through the lengths of my days, the house of the Lord and his presence shall be my dwelling place. See this right here. I can stand up here and be ministering the word. You can be worshiping. You can be sitting in your seats. And guess who's sitting in, in there with you? He is. His presence is there. It is your dwelling place because he's protecting you. He's watching over you. But I'll tell you, God would never raise his voice. If he's warning you, he's warning you real low. It's like a whisper because he wants you to know his love doesn't never have to yell, doesn't never have to scream. His word is enough. Like a city. Now, now as I'm getting ready to get into this message, I, I, I got to take you to a place about emotions. Say emotions. emotions. I ain't mentioning wine. 
I love teasing y'all because I know y'all got stuff to say. I know you got stuff to say. Some of y'all not even looking up. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, Megan. I'm looking, Megan. Okay. <laughs> Protection. <laughs> but check this out. I'm going to talk about emotions for a second, okay? Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. Like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected, is a man who has no self-control uh-oh, over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. Now, that's, that's what the Bible said. Now, remember I said the things that God is. He's a, a warrior. He's a king. He's a lover. And he's a friend. A friend will tell you about things. And this is his form of protection. God the Father is our father. But a father will send for a protection for you. So what he'll do is he'll send Jesus and him and got together. And Jesus said, I'll go. So Jesus said, okay, I'm going to come down to earth and I'm going to be an example to the God we serve. But let me tell you what the emotion is. Y'all ready? Drum roll. Man, let's read this together. To be a courageous leader, every man must master one significant obstacle, his feelings. If we were to take a look back at where we missed it, and I'm talking to men and women right now. I wanted the men to read that because this is about them. If we take a look at our feelings, when we missed it and made the most devastating mistakes, it's when our feelings told us what to do and not our God. You can think about drunk driving. Think about getting fired. I'm, I'm looking at the exercise camera person. Okay. <laughs> What else, what else can we think about? Where our feelings told us what to do. We listened to our feelings and our emotions, and we didn't listen to God. Men and women, y'all can speak up on this one. Raise your hand. What, what, what do you think? What, what, what emotion was going on when we messed up? Got a mic coming your way? Is a mic over here? And we can look through Bible. Look at David. David was doing good. But his emotion, what was that, lust? He looked over and saw another woman. Minding her own business. She should be able to bathe outside. It must have been a custom because she was doing it. But, but lust came in. And so lust took him to murder because he had to kill somebody. Yes, ma'am. Uh, the feeling of anger or offense. When okay. People, especially when people leave the church. Oh, oh come on like now. It's the place that God assigned them and then something happens and now he no longer assigned them. Okay. All right. So you walked out of your assignment. What else? Yeah, um, to me, yeah. I just may. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, uh, for me, it's always been about pride. Like, like, why, why wasn't, why wasn't it me? Okay, why wasn't it me? Yeah. Okay, they got that promotion or got that yes. that newness. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this is what a courageous leader does. He'll step back, and he'll he'll take assessment of himself and say, "I'm angry. I should wait. Don't do it now. Don't make the call. Don't make the statement." Just be quiet. And then we get mad at ourselves when we can hear the Holy Spirit say, uh, just step back. Take a breath. Take a breath. But no, I need to tell them right now. How did that work out? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. My biggest mistakes come from fear. Fear, okay. And, and, and so, so y'all write this down. Every emotion says something. Every emotion says something. So that's why I tell people, find out what the emotion is first 
Because it's easy to find an emotion and then ask yourself, so what is that emotion telling me? Okay, I have somebody over here. Anger and frustration. What are both of them saying to you? Because you got a double banking. Uh, the anger is saying that it just, it, I, I just get intense and get mad. The okay. frustration is that I don't think it will it, it will get better when okay. I want it to get better. Okay. When okay. I want it to get okay. better. Okay. Uh, I got you. Okay. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, sir. Embarrassment, hurt, or fear. Okay. And, and what does embarrassment say? Um. I'm trying to think of it without saying it without saying a person. Okay. So I would it would probably say say blank blank. Blank blank. Okay, so <laughs> you choose to you choose to do things for blank blank, but you can't do this for me, or you choose to or you'll do something in front of everybody. Okay. But it's you know what I'm saying? I don't know how to express uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I got it. Okay. I'm overlooked. Yeah. But guys, that's what I'm, I'm talking to the whole congregation. I'm talking to those watching by nationwide. I mean, you just go back to that scripture, Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28, and look at it in different translation, guys. It's amazing what it says. It's amazing what it says. But if you don't master your emotions, your emotions will master you. And they will tell you to move at inopportune times. So as a, as a leader, that's what you got to do. I got a hand in the back. Our trouble, 99% of our trouble comes from the time when we moved with an emotion that not, was not healthy, that did not process the information, did not process the data, but most of all, it didn't listen to God. Yes, yes, yes ma'am. Our online member said anxious, okay. anxiousness um, okay. can cause making bad financial de decisions in the past. Okay, all right. Got that credit card. Got somebody over here? For me, it's... Um, when I'm in conversation, my biggest mistakes is I get frustrated if someone keeps cutting me off. Okay. So then that turns to anger. Okay. Because I feel like you're not hearing me, nor are you seeing me. Gotcha. Okay. And so therefore, that's when I explode. Okay. All right. Appreciate your honesty. All right. So let's look at the four faces of manhood. How many faces we at? <laughs> Number one is king. Number two is warrior. Number three is lover. Number four is friend. These are four categories of manhood. The thing about these categories is each one of us will have a stronger characteristic and we will have to learn to work in the other characteristics. So some of us are more king-minded or warrior-minded or lover-minded or friendship-minded. But to be healthy, you need to be a combination of all four of these. The model. So a king is, has righteous energy. And what does that mean? It's like they like things to be done right, decent, and in order. They recognize their anointing. They recognize their power. But they like for things to be done righteous. Not in their righteousness, but in God's righteousness. Its characteristics are... Strong conviction. So they, 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 they really believe in what they're saying. They really believe in what they're doing. Jesus was the example of that. You know, here, here it is. He is a king. But yet and still, you see a king who has the power to raise up and the power to kill. But you see him washing his disciples' feet. 
Now, a king is stopping to wash his disciples' feet. And now, one of the disciples said, hold on now, you're not supposed to wash my feet. Because you are who you are. And Jesus said, wait a minute now, if you can't accept this, you can't accept the kingdom. Now, is that a perfect example of showing his strong convictions, God's, Jesus' strong conviction? Because he said, wait a minute, I'm setting down, I'm doing this. As a way of showing you, although you are king, you can go down to the lowest level and do the most mediocre thing that is necessary and needed. It's courageous moral character. So character. Character is what we do when nobody's around. See, it's easy to do stuff when you know everybody looking at you. But what happens when nobody's around? It's courageous moral character. And, and, and the thing about that type of character is you don't care what other people are thinking about you. You're still going to do the right thing. You might get fired for doing the right thing. Am I talking to anybody? It's a servant spirit. I want to help out. I want to help do. I want to help finish what was started. That's a servant spirit. It's always looking to serve, regardless of the title. You don't have to wear a badge saying, I'm pastor. <laughs> it's righteous leadership. I want to do the right thing because God is righteous. I want to help out. Sometimes being a, a, um, a king you will make a decision to be quiet. Now might not be the right time to speak. Now might not be the right time to correct. But I'm talking to fathers today, guys. That kingship is a part of, of our inheritance. The question I got for you, in what ways can we exercise leadership of, in our own lives? What way? With the humility that Jesus operated in. What way? That's a real live question. What way can we exercise humility? This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. With Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.